Hello, welcome back to Inner Thoughts with M. My name is Melissa and today I will be joined by two of my friends and we're going to be talking about friendship. I feel that friendship is something that we carry with us right from our youth up to our adulthood. However, I think that the dynamics of friendships change over the years and that's just something that we're going to discuss and hopefully we'll be able to just see the different perspectives that we have to friendships now compared to what we had to friendships then. Um, joining me today will be a friend of mine called Nuna Hassan and a, another friend of mine called Purity Bolo. Hi everyone. Um, we are quite from um, different dynamics. Um, we've been friends for about two years and so we're kind of new to this whole friendship thing and we carry with us different experiences because we didn't know each, each other prior to these two years and so hopefully that will will bring different things to the table so what is a friend guys who do you think is a friend do you think that just spent say do you are we friends We've lived together for a year. Does that make us friends? It depends on the bond that you create with the person. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like you can stay with someone for like many years, but like if you don't feel like you can rely on the person, you can trust the person. Mm-hmm. Then for me, I don't, I don't count you as a friend to me personally. Okay. Purity? Yeah, I think it deals with mutual affection. And understanding and having similar principles. It might not be all of them, but some principles are quite similar. So, yeah. And I agree with... I feel like for my um, uh, definition of friendship, it's more in line with like what Muna said. Because when I was younger, I, I thought it was just a mutual affection and just having things in common with a person. But you know, as you grow older, I feel like your needs in who a friend is and who you consider your friend start to change. And so although we have so many people around us that we term as friends, in actual sense, when we do sit down, are we able to rely on those people? Can they, are they people that we, th- like we think of daily? Or are they, you know, like just people who either we've known for way too long and we just, you know, were termed as friends? Or we just hang out together and so say, oh, that's my friend. I feel like... Either I, I, I attach such weight to the term French friend or we or I or basically we attach too little weight, if that makes sense. Well, I think people attach too little weight to the term friend. I could have met you yesterday and someone already calls you a friend, but are they really your friend or just an acquaintance that you're yet to know to make them a friend Mm. and then i talked about similar principles i meant in terms of similar goals apart from what your friend gives you as in being there for you when you need them and everything um it's important to have similar goals with these people you call friend Mm -hmm. so that you know when you're growing you're growing towards the same places yeah isn't that's what i think or meant when i said you don't need to necessarily have the same goals but like to lift each other up like you can have different aspirations, different goals, but like when if you're like there for someone, I think to guide them like essentially, grow, um, you don't necessarily have to have the same things to be my friend. Yeah, but I think maybe 
in a way have a similarity in headspace say in five years time i would i i could say that in five years time i'd like to have a car and you say in five years time you'd like to have your own business those are different things but we're both aspirational and and i think that's like the key having people who not necessarily their aspirations are not the same as yours but you both have aspirations you both want to grow in a particular way and you see yourselves in a better place than Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to people who want totally different things, you find that in as much as you're growing, you're growing apart. Yeah, those... and that that brings me back to, um, this whole friendship thing and us growing up. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the dynamics for friendship have changed? Because in my opinion, I feel like friendship is, it's much harder now. Like I feel like people have so many expectations, like with friendships, and so many times. Um, if many times I feel like I've found myself in a shortfall, so let's say I am not able to communicate enough or I think for me, it's just communication because I'm really horrible at communication. And I think it's because personally, I know that if like I, if you really needed me, I would be there you, but I don't know, you know what? Like, I just don't, I don't know what I think about it. I feel I feel like it's a very tricky dynamic, especially with us growing up and obviously our obligations are changing. You're busy sometimes. You're not able to to relate with these people the same way you related. Mm-hmm. So your friends from like secondary school and now your friends at uni, when you compare them, they could be diff- totally different people, different dynamics altogether. And looking like five years down the road, are you still going to be as close with these people? And is that going to matter? Are we ready to potentially have breakups with our friends well i think the reason as to why you relate differently with your your secondary students with them when you were in secondary together and now out of secondary it's because of the change in environment like mm-hmm. for example when you're back in school you'd see them every day so communication isn't really a thing because you see them often you talk to them mm-hmm. often you're hanging out with them to do every single thing but then now you've gone abroad some of them probably stayed back in you know uganda and all that so communications put to the test so i think changing environment also brings that shift and the expectations people have nowadays is that you have to text them every single day you know to show that you're actually their friend and yeah such expectations i think are not and i feel like it's just about being tolerant Mm. you know i feel like friendships are like Mm two-sided and we just need to be tolerant with each other to nurture them it's like a relationship Mm. it doesn't always work out but you just have to nurture it it's like i said you just have to let it grow i think what we've lost in this whole um cancel culture and toxicity and i have to keep my energy and things Mm. like that is the value of being tolerant to people i'm not talking about you know there's like clear-cut toxicity where you know somebody's toxic for you mm-hmm. but do you don't you do you agree that sometimes we're way too quick to cancel such a toxic person i don't need them in my life that's poor energy do you think that's something that especially people in our in our um circles and just like age group really really do especially like now just growing up because when we were younger i felt i feel like these these dynamics were not present mm-hmm. we took friendship very lightly it wasn't as heavy if i may say as it is now what do you think muna i'd like to hear from you what do you um, think uh that 
counseling thing i think it's mostly because of like um social media and things like that like mm-hmm. the following the trend and like how cool you are blah, blah blah so i think like that affects how we respond on how or how we act to our friends like sometimes even long long like friendships that have lasted a longer time than mm-hmm. those ones that have lasted a shorter time so i think it's just chasing like clouds that makes you act different but also it depends on the person you're say- saying like this you cancelled stuff like mm-hmm. that because like friends you have been with for like 10 years who know you like in and out i don't i, I don't think you will say like oh you cancelled or if you say it you'll be like oh, like in a joking manner do you get yeah then to others who you have just known like for one year maybe you could like b- bring up like a front to show to so to hide your weaknesses and stuff like that so you can seem like the cool person yeah and i think what we lack is communication so putting ourselves like me allowing ourselves to be vulnerable even with the people that say we i feel like for me just because i've known you for 12 years doesn't mean you're a better friend to me than mm-hmm. the person i've known for a year or two years i think it's about like uh, the genuine connection i have with that person of course i the the friends that i've had for a very long time and they've stuck with me and they're my sisters they're my brothers like i treasure that i will fight for it but not all the people that i've known for years like there are people that i met say five years ago and i love them more than people that i've known my entire life and so i think i think what has worked especially in those relations because for me this particular friend that i am like referring to we're pretty similar and so what's helped us is communication because we don't talk as often because i'm horrible at texting you know Mm -hmm. but we when we do talk we we communicate if she feels like i'm being you know i'm not like meeting like her i'll say her expectations Mm -hmm. because we have expectations with our friends she will let me know if she wants me to because personally i'm not like i'm not going to wake up in the morning and you'll find flowers on your bed like (laughs) it's not really a me thing (laughs) But some people want that. And it goes back to what Muna said. Social media. You know when you see people, this is, look at what my friends are doing. What are, and you know they target mm, what are your friends doing. True. And the thing is, the pressure yeah. is so high. We want to be your friends, but you're very expensive. We cannot afford you. And, and okay, that's just banter. But like, at the end of the day, I feel like if we're able to communicate effectively, mm. like let people know our expectations so that at the end when we do notice that these people have toxic traits or they're just not a good fit for us or they're just not our friends we're at least we're able to know that you know what we effectively communicated we let these people know that our expectations we were tolerant mm-hmm. and so this friendship just didn't work mm-hmm. rather than you know just throwing things yeah. in the bin but then again i think another thing people should realize in friendship is that you need to understand the other person's love language in mm. the sense that if you're trying to create a friendship or bond with someone who likes um, spending time with you more, you have to, you know, find a way to compromise. If you're not that type of person, you love them the way they prefer to be loved as opposed to how you want to be loved. Mm. Like if I love getting gifts, yeah, and this other person loves spending time instead, I wouldn't love them by giving them gifts if that's not what they value i would love them by spending time with them and they will love me in turn by giving me gifts so i think Mm. we need to prioritize in finding out what our friends love languages are what makes them feel like this person really loves me and then that's how we should love them but don't you also think that it ties back to communication yes so me telling you that oh 
I would like this book, please buy it for me. Mm. Or not necessarily saying please buy it for me, but I would like this book or these things make me happy. Mm. Like communicate, don't expect me to, to you know how people think that, I feel like we're very centered around each other. Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, when you're thinking in, when you're thinking in your mind, mm-hmm. your mind is centered around the perspective of a singular person, and that's yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see things the way Muna is seeing them or Purity is seeing them. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of self-centered. Your mind is is obsessive with yourself in a way, and so sometimes although we are observant of like the things around us and the people around us mm-hmm. we're not able to particularly see and notice the you know the intrinsic like details some mm-hmm. people have that like it's it's one of their like greater traits but some people don't and i think it's just down to communication please tell me mm-hmm. tell me that this that what i'm doing is not right tell me that this is how you would like to be loved mm-hmm. and also be tolerant because like you said we tend to love people the way we want, want to be loved, to be loved. Yeah. and so let's say um if my love language was say receiving gifts mm-hmm. i will be very receptive to giving out gifts because for me that's how i know to love best mm-hmm. and so for you to to for me to um say give you quality time as say you would need i have to constantly practice it's not going to come naturally to me mm-hmm. it's a constant thing like i have to constantly take it step like constantly remind myself mm-hmm. and that's a process that takes time and imagine you're not doing it with one person because you have many friends so imagine you have say 10 friends like mm-hmm. 10 really good friends mm-hmm. and you're constantly you have to shape like it's a process and we just need to be tolerant and communicate with people we cannot expect them to to just you know i don't know come up with things someone last week um one of my best friends mm-hmm. texted me and she told me that I would really like a, a chocolate hamper. And I looked at the message and I was like, wow. <laughs> like a hamper that has chocolate. Like a basket oh. of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like the ones with the balls and all those cute things. And I looked at the message and I was like, wow. But at the end of the day, I was like, honestly, I'm very pleased. Because tell me what you want. I may not get it for you now. Like, I probably won't get it for her like now. But at the end of the day, I know that this is something that she's wanted. If I'm able to, I will, I will deliver. And it will still be a special, you know. Don't expect me to read your mind. I just, I don't, that's just how I feel. But then Anyways. you also have to understand that not everyone's willing to just put it out there. Mm. You know, and say that, oh, this is what I want, that's what I want. Because certain people are raised in a manner where you don't just say what you want. It's kind of, how do you put it? I don't know how to put it, like rude in a sense but not i don't know how to put it exactly, is it like the thing where like, it's like you're demanding someone says do you something. would you like something and you're like no i'm fine it's okay no, 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 is it no, like no. that not exactly it's like walking up to you and then like oh i want a camera i mean please something. don't do that don't walk up to me <laughs> <and tell> me. <laughs> it's how you yeah i guess but yeah. it's also how like you receive the communication mm-hmm. but then also like how you can communicate the best but then your friend yeah or they're just people who naturally don't you know state it out there they just want you to figure it out from what they like from what and, you see and you know, that's like, very easy be observant people, yeah it's very easy yeah. for people like to say like love me the way i want to be loved but like how often do you love the person that they like the way they want to be loved exactly that that's a concept because personally I like presence, <laughs> and all my friends we who know. tell me that I don't give them enough time and text them back, they ha- I don't see any presence coming my way either. And I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying it's tit for tat. I'm not say, I'm not yeah. saying it's tit for tat. But 
Like, that's really something to think about, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, you know that Bible verse? Mm-hmm. I don't know the verse in the Quran, Muna. <laughs> I don't know the Quran verse. Yeah, me, I don't know. Okay, what but the one where about? where like you 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 pick before you like judge someone else, like pick uh, the speck in your own okay. eye. Okay, before oh, you no, no, no. Yeah, before like, you take out you point at the speck in your brother's eye, you're supposed to pick out the log yes, in your own eye. Okay, oh, okay. Well, of course. Okay, Mona, okay. <laughs> what's the okay? Uh, okay, it's the equivalent. But yeah, like we. Oh my God. Anyways, um, I guess it's time for us to move on to the just the next subtopic of friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's Muna, guys. That's that's Muna. Um, the next thing that basically we're talking about is breaking down harsh truths. So, um, <coughs> why are you laughing, Muna? I had something in my throat. Eh? Oh, I'm sorry. I usually like chalk. I don't laugh, but okay. <laughs> uh, um, so breaking down harsh truths. Harsh truths could be, I don't like your hair. I don't like, okay, not I don't like your hair, but when you tie your hair in a high ponytail, I am unable to see. Or I think that you're very de- detrimental to, to me as a person. I don't think that you're meeting like my expectations. I don't think you're you know just like doing it for me telling your friend that you know what um i, d- I don't even know Basically how to describe it that are not easily accepted yeah just by people. yeah like say telling like if, if you were telling your boyfriend mm-hmm. oh your mouth smells like i just don't <laughs> like it you smell but you know that type of thing like just telling yeah. your friend something Telling's, like that yeah, yeah. how how do you do it how how have you guys because personally Mm-hmm. I think when I was younger, like in my secondary school, I was very outspoken mm-hmm. in terms of, I would just say it as it is like, oh no, you smell, oh no, you, I, I just don't like you. Okay, no, not I don't like you, but like, <laughs> I just, I don't like how you do this. I think mm-hmm. you're being dishonest, I think, but in many ways, it was very insensitive of me to say these things the way that they came out of my mouth. Although I was at my most honest, mm-hmm. I was also at my most insensitive in a way. Mm-hmm. And so, how do you balance emotional, uh, uh, emotional pillowing? I'll call it that, and honesty, especially with harsh truths to your friends. Say, oh, friend, this is a very, this is a very toxic trait of yours. You're always going back to the same man, and yet you come crying to us. Or, friend, you smell. Friend, you're not doing anything with your life, and I don't like it. I think you should, you know, that that sort of hard, like, say, Muna, if I tell you that you have, your feet smell, Muna. No, no, Muna's feet don't smell. But, you know, that that type of thing. Like, how how do you guys deal with just breaking down harsh truths to people? Thank you. It's like the way you say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like how you convey the message. Like, you have to, like, you first of all, you have to know the person you're talking to. If the person is extremely sensitive then you need to use need to select language that is kind and encouraging if someone like if your friend is like straight to the point just be like this like point blank then for the other sensitive one i think it's all about how you say things it's like yeah how you say things yeah i think it's yeah yeah exactly not what you say is it how you say things 
how you say things and not yeah. not exactly what you say. Now, why I think you two are a perfect dynamic for this particular subtopic is because on one hand, Purity is very careful with her speech and on the other hand, Muna is rather um generous with her language and a bit more... She's very outspoken. She speaks exactly what's in her mind. I think pu- Purity is a bit calcul- calculative when she says things, but in a way, sometimes she doesn't say the things that she needs to say because she's very cautious. Muna, on the other hand, is not. How but do you... you need to know your audience. But do you, knowing that those are your two character traits, do you sometimes find it hard to affix yourselves and like your your most honest self to your audience? Should I like... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I think to me, to, I... I to me, I just hold back with what I want to say because there are times I just want to say it point blank. Mm-hmm. But then you have to like know the person you're talking to and like will they take it too seriously? Will they be? Will they be like all oh, this bleach? Blah blah blah. You know. Mm. So it's just selecting the language. But I, I selecting the language is where I feel like I hold back. But like still, I find the way. I find a way to say to use the certain words to put my point across. Okay. Without like holding myself back. So how would you tell me, Melissa? I don't, I don't like the way you smile, because you don't brush your teeth. Okay, I can be like, um, like, have you, did you uh. brush today? <laughs> what? <laughs> did you brush today? Then you'll be like, oh no, why is my breath smelling? And then I'm like, kind of. What if I say yes? I did brush today. Then I'll be like, really, because I feel this. A certain kind of smell that I'm smelling. Do you think Muna definitely does that? Really? (laughs) Yeah. Or like, like you have... Are you sure you brushed the deck or like your teeth are kind of stained? Okay, but like, do you pull the person aside? You don't tell them? Yeah, yeah. Me, I pull. I never tell them. Because it's good to like be caught. Because these are sensitive things, you know? How do you handle it? For me, personally, smell. I'm so sorry, but smell. (laughs) Pull me back. Yeah. Other things you can tell me for eight <laughs> people, but smell just for me because it's like embarrassing. Yeah, I feel. true. It is. I mean, but yeah, that's true. But some um, people who re- they really don't like my mom. She can tell you in front of me. No, but moms, I feel like moms. They're moms are like they don't care. They just know? spit arrows your way. <laughs> you either take <laughs> it or you exactly. Even birth, my has seen their. Okay, thank you. That that's PG for this show, please purity. <laughs> anyway, um, so personally how i deal with such situations is i don't turn tend to tell people until it's a persistent thing mm-hmm. um i let people realize certain things for themselves but if it's something that's persistent yeah but some people are then slow. i will sit down and yeah i mean i just give people the chance to figure out that what they're doing like okay. if your friend is doing something that persistently maybe annoys you realize. you know um, I give them the benefit of doubt that maybe this time, they, it's the first time they're doing it, so, you know, they'll realize what they're doing. They do it a second time, I may be a little more tolerant, as you said, mm-hmm. about tolerance and everything. But if it reaches a point where I can't stand it, I'm not one to confront people about such things, but at some point, you just have to tell them, just the same way, you know. I think you, I you, need, to like, you need to make like, oh, like jokes, but not jokes. I feel like for me, like how no, I, I deal I with that is me. I'll tell you directly, but I'll t- t- keep make sure that we are on the same. Like, don't take it harshly. I'm just coming from a 
I think we're similar with Muna. The only difference is she tells you immediately, but I sit down and I, you know, I see I if it's... <laughs> no, as in I wait to see if it's a repetitive thing before I actually approach the situation. I think for me, I have a had a hard time telling people harsh truths. Mm-hmm. But I do, but however, I, I'm always joking about harsh truths. Yeah. So I'll be oh. like, <laughs> you smell something <laughs> like that. So as I was saying, basically it's it's more of jokes with me, just joking about different subjects, and I I tell you immediately like if if it's it's if it's a trait that I don't like, I'll say something like, actually actually I'm not very happy about this. I I didn't like when you did this, or but it's mostly I think I'll joke about it. I'm really a I'm a jokester. I'll say ha ha ha. Oh Seriously no. joking. Ha ha ha. But then you see, the problem with the whole joking issue is that certain people will take it as the joke that you're portraying, as opposed to taking it seriously and oh, I, understanding that yeah. you're actually telling them this and it's not a joke. I feel like it's a, if, it, if I'm telling, if I'm laughing and teasing you about the same thing 50 times in a week, it's no longer a joke and you should know that. But you see, no, but... again, we were talking about assumptions. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to communicate and let the person actually know this is not a joke. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it could just be a recurrent joke that you're making and someone would laugh, you know. Mm. But you need to get out of a point where you let them assume whether it's a joke or not. Because sometimes... But how do you that... joke about somebody smelling? I mean, not smelling. Like, yeah. say, for example... So every time I'm like, <laughs> when do you smell? No, <laughs> really? but let's say, for example, you're laughing and you're... Okay, so you have a friend that's not giving you as much attention as you'd want them to, yeah? Mm-hmm. In terms of your friendship and you want to, you know... And then you start joking about the fact that they're giving someone else more attention, yeah? I do that, yeah. You ne- exactly. So you'd need to tell them because at some point they just feel like it's a joke, you know? They don't realize that... There is something she's saying here. Up until a certain point, then maybe they'll get it. But sometimes they don't usually get it, you know. And then if you approach it in that way, it means that other things that you say, you might be joking this time, but they'll be like, okay, so what if she's not joking this time? Is she actually saying something about me? Or, Mm. you know, there's that effect to saying things as a joke is what I was trying to say. I think that just having this conversation with the both of you has... At least this particular part for me has been eye-opening because really I had never thought about it that way, which I know is going to seem very silly, but I really thought my jokes were effective. (laughs) I mean, they could be effective (laughs) to some, but to others it may not be effective. Or maybe if you joke about particular things, it's easily understood as actually telling them that mm. you need to work on this, but other things, if you joke about them, they're like, huh, maybe it's just a joke, you know? And it's, it's all nothing. tied back to communication. Exactly. Which I feel like communication solves every problem. Yeah.